You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. After a slow first half, the Flames came out firing in the second half to take down UAB on the road. Is Malik Willis separating himself as the best QB in the 2022 class? We'll discuss and debate. Plus, let me tell you a story about this Flames defense. Joey Ock, did you get story, Jackson? All right, we have a lot to get to. Let's get started. Now from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, Here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. I mean, on a score of 1 to 10, of like 10 being the best puns you've ever heard, how, how? I think we're wearing out the story, Jackson. Do you think he's ever heard that? Maybe somebody should ask him. But, hey, has anybody ever made like a little joke, like a little pun about thing. your first name? You have to think about the puns that I include in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about consistency, you well, know? You know, Emily, as a, as a man of what I consider to be decent humor, <laughs> I mean, would you know that's not yeah, so that's no, a that's fair that's statement? Fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's a yeah, fair yeah, statement. You know, one of, the, debate. One, one of the one of the big one of the most important parts of being the, being a humor guy, Mr. Funny Guy, right? As I'm often called, is being uh, funny. Is, <laughs> is, is being you got to stay away from the obvious. Mm. You okay. got to stay away from the obvious. I just want to know which one of the puns. I want to know the puns that you are like, nah, that's not good enough. Because, oh, because <laughs> the ones the you ones share, that, the what ones, ones make don't it? make the cut? Yeah, that's what I want to know. All right, well, that'll be a Flame Central podcast extra. Yeah, there you coming go. Coming in later yeah. this week. That'd be a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so <laughs> let's see. See, that, that's, see, that's see, what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. try, I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> Funny guy making a point. All right, don't want to lose too many listeners in the first yeah. minute. Yeah. So let's talk about this Flames win yeah. because first half, I mean, that was pretty brutal. Well, as far as the officiating. Oh, and yeah. I mean, you think about it. Just slope. It just was weird. It was a weird first half. Rhett and I were talking about it. I think if you don't get that touchdown taken away from Josh Mack, we don't think of it as being like, what was wrong in the first half? You're just like, oh, a good spot, 10-3, playing a good UAB team. But because that fumble, if you, you know, the, the officials deemed it as, because of that, it kind of skews the way we, we look at that first half a little bit. Um, but that was late in the, and I mean, that was right before when he made that fumble, wasn't that right before the half? So, I mean, I thought up until that point, it was just such a slow game and I don't know, this seems to be, I don't know, becoming a trend that, that the flames offensively are getting off to a slow start here this season. Can you need to take that call? No, oh, you got All right. It's can, actually Hugh Freeze. Can I put a little right. devil's advocate on the yeah, uh, on the uh, fumble thing? Yeah. I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you got a downline goal line shot from this side, and then you should have another one from that side. I and mean, that's the most important, two most important ca- camera angles for touchdowns and reviews, right? They had one down angle shot from mm-hmm. the one side, which you couldn't see because the guy's leg was in the yeah. way. There's nothing clear there. And then they had the overhead shot. You're right. It was a right? tough So angle. when you, from your replay situation, it's like it has to be clear and obvious, right? Which as a fan, you look at it and go, okay, yes, it was a touchdown. But I think from the referee's point of view, they needed the other side to be able to see the ball clearly being in instead yeah. of the, oh, they were trying to use the overhead. And you can't really get the down the line with the overhead. So in their defense, the camera deal put them in a bad situation. What was the other call that had Hugh Freeze pretty 
amped up in the first half. Was it that call? Pa- no, it was a pass interference call. The pass interference call. Yeah, there was call. a pass interference on the sidelines where the guy just grabbed. I can't remember who it was. He grabbed. That's like, right. C.J. Daniels, yeah, right? Yeah, C.J. Yeah. Daniels yeah. got grabbed, yeah. and it was like, I think they either threw it or picked it up. They didn't maybe. even throw it, I don't they think. throw yeah. it, maybe, yeah. But yeah, that was bad. That was really, really he was, bad. He was amped up. But tell me what stood out to you about the second half flames compared to the way this game started. Who wants to take this? I'll, one? T- I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I think what stood out what what stood out to me was obviously how well Malik Willis played in the second half. That's the you know the the storyline. You know what he what he was able to do, becoming a you know running machine that not just scrambled but broke tackles, made great plays. He elevated his game when it needed to be elevated. But I think what stood out above that, what the adjustments that Scott Simons made defensively in the second half is really what won that game. He started slanting his fronts. He started bringing a bunch of twists, a bunch of different blitz. had run blitzes, pass blitzes. He did a lot of things to become very, very disruptive to UAB's offense. And you could see it. You could see it. And, and what, what, it, what Liberty has done is they've upgraded their speed on defense. And when you upgrade your speed and you can cover in the secondary for a longer time, it allows you to do a lot of different things with your front. And it was almost like he was holding it, holding it, feeling it out in that first half. And then when the second half came, he had a good feel for what they were trying to do. And then they were twisting, blitzing, stunting. They were doing everything from every different angle. And and the only way you can do that is if you have the speed to do it and they did a really good job. Twisting and bl- that kind of sounds like Twist one of your dance moves. Blitzing and I'm stunting. <laughs> okay, Matt Warner, no. please take it away. And I'm stunting. Okay, yeah, to go with that and leave his his singing behind. But this the adjustments that we've seen this defense make half one to half two have been incredible. And and kind of pointing to that, I went back and looked. Liberty on the season is giving up five points per game in the second half. Five That's points crazy. per game in the yeah. second half. And you good. even think about that two of those UAB points came on the blocked extra point. Yeah. So those, you know, really shouldn't count those against the defense. So they're really even better than that. So really impressed with what they've been able to do half one, half two. And that talks about the adjustments that you mentioned with Scott Simons. But then also that defensive line, it's like, yeah, they've been pretty good here of late. They're 12th in the nation in sacks per game. Wow. Like they are, they're getting after it. And wow. it, they're ninth in the nation overall in scoring defense. So we say, yeah. yeah, yeah, this defense is pretty good. They've been pretty good this year. Yet they've been really like good. one of the better defenses yeah. in the country. Now, obviously, everybody always says, you know, who you're playing and and that all that, but whatever. Just statistically, they have been a very, very good defense this year, and they kept Liberty in that ball game when the offense was slow. Really, in the Syracuse game as well, the offense and in the Troy game actually, the offense kind of trying to find its footing. That defense keeps you in it and gives you a chance to finally click in the second half, and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, they only allowed three points in the first half. So, I mean, it's, right. it's being pretty picky to say, oh, they got off to a slow start. But you have to think offensively, if you're going up against an Ole Miss or an Army like later in the season, you, you, can't, you can't take the first half to figure things out and then make your adjustments in the second half when you're playing bigger and better teams like that. Yeah, I think the run game is the key to get going in the first half because, yes, you, know, you see the stats online on Twitter that Liberty put up more rushing yards against UAB than any other team this right. year, but a lot of that has to do with Malik Willis getting 140-plus. TJ Green, Josh Mack, and Shedro Lewis have got to get going in the first half because we've seen Coach 
freeze, be able to say, okay, I've watched the first half of action. I know what's going on now. I'm going to adjust in second half. It's worked. It worked against Syracuse. It worked against UAB. We know that that's going to happen. But I think to get things going in the first quarter right off the bat, you're going to have to get some first down yardage from one of those three guys to make things easier on Malik on those second and third downs. Well, and say this even too, like you think about some of Malik's runs, like a lot of his best runs are not designed runs, right? It's, right. So it's not like yeah. the run blocking is, you know, oh, it's working for Malik, but it's not working for the running backs. A lot of those runs are coming when stuff just breaks down or, or he just says, yeah, guys are covered. I'm going to take off. So, and in fact, we even heard Hugh Freeze after the game say that he's like, when we got into the red zone, the second half, I'm like, let's spread it out. Let's go. spread it, which yeah. is kind of what we were saying last yeah. week. You know, when you get down there, you know, near the goal line, spread it out. Let Malik operate instead of bringing all these defenders right up there, you know, close to the line of scrimmage or close to the football. And, and so that was an improvement as well. And we saw it in the second half. They had more success. So, Joe, what I'm interested is the percentage of how much this is on the running backs trying to get that run game going versus the offensive line. Because we know that this Flames offensive line has taken some hits this season, but where does that where does that responsibility, I guess, or not blame? I don't want to use the word blame. Lie though between the running backs and the offensive line to get that run game going. Yeah, when you look, you see, when you look at running backs and you look at offensive lines, you say, okay, wh who is proven? Okay, so you have a lot of returning starters on the offensive line, and then you have a Shedro Lewis, you have a Joshua Mack, and then obviously T.J. Green coming as a transfer is a very good football player. Yeah. Okay, so you, it's it's hard to evaluate if you don't have proven people, but these this is a proven offensive line that can run the ball, proven running backs. I think it all comes down to one thing, and that's continuity, right? The the, the back That's important. If you were to sit in a film room with the offensive lineman and sit in the film room with the running back coach, okay, and put those two together, they're going to talk about continuity all the time, and that's what seems to be off. It's like the blocks are there sometimes four out of five, and then the running backs are making patient enough sometimes, but then there's those other times where it's just a little bit off. And so the talent is there. Yeah. The people are there. I'm talking linemen and running back wise. I think what you're going to see in the second half from a positive second half of the season, from a positive point of view is that if they do build that continuity and they can run the ball with the people that they have, they could be very dangerous in the second half. And I think they're close. I think that it's a, it's a clean up here, a clean up there. I think they're closer than, than what people think. Well, and I'll say this too. Another reason you'd love to get those guys going is we saw Malik take some hits in this game. Like he had to take yeah. this game on his back in the second half. And Joe, credit Yacht Talk. Yeah. You heard it here uh, first. He texted yes. me at half. He said, this was going to be Malik's moment. Like this <laughs> at halftime. Half. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. But and I he, even threw a hashtag Yacht Talk on you, it. You did. Yeah. I don't, you, don't, you don't need to do that in text messages, but well, whatever. It yeah, it's whatever. It was to drive. Stay with your yeah, brand. Right. Stay with your brand. Uh, but, but, like, boy, we're busy today. Take boy, everybody's That's really popular me. today. That's like, right. everybody's phones are blowing wow. up today. But, My phone's on purpose. But we saw Malik take some, some decent shots. And by at least being able to hand it off and pick a positive yard, you're not putting it all on right. him to have to always be the guy that makes something happen with his legs. He was good enough in this game, 144 yards. But again, throughout a long season, as you know, you play even tougher teams down the stretch, the schedule, it, it kind of eases up a little bit here for the next three or four games, but it's going to be really tough down the stretch. Uh, you don't want him to have to handle it that much. Before we talk about Malik Willis as a teammate, he was 13 of 19 for 289 yards. That's great. 13 yeah. completions for 287. That's 289. Yeah. Give him those two Explosive extra yards. Plays. No, he 
I was watching the first half and I'm like, this isn't like Malik needs to come out here in the second half and do something against a UAB, right? Like how yeah. important it, was it for his, whatever you talk about the Heisman talk, but how important was it to come out there and throw up this line in the second half in order for him to be a legit, you know, separating himself as a legit top quarterback in this 2022 draft class. So you have to, you have to understand how great athletes think. Okay. I, not, I, no, not, please not, tell me. It, because yeah, no, I'm not, not a that great I, athlete, not, not that I'm a great athlete, but I've been around a bunch of them. <laughs> and, and so I've been very, you don't have see, to say my name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you see him from, uh, his one-on-one game. Well, I, I mean, from but, his coaching ability yeah, last, correct, yeah, last correct. podcast, but with Malik Willis, okay. You have to think he, he knows, right. He's a super humble guy, but he knows in his mind, like you get certain mo- moments through the course of a season. Okay. And the great ones know when those moments are. And that's why I sent you that yeah. at halftime because you had that feel like it's three, three and a half. There's a great player on the field and he's going into halftime going, okay, it's time for me to ratchet it up and separate myself. This, I'm going to be the one who put it on my shoulders. I'm going to be the one who wins this game. And that's what the great ones do. And so I think with Malik Willis moving forward, is he knows that the meat of this schedule is coming and he's going to realize that there's probably four or five opportunities to, sh- to show how in his last bit in the Liberty uniform to show how great he can be as a football player. And he's the kind of guy that's able to do it. Here's what I love. So he had four runs of 20 plus yards. He had 15 broken tackles in this game. That is the second most by a quarterback since 2014 yeah, in a game. Like that's ridiculous. He had the one play where he legitimately broke nine, like made nine people miss. That's I don't know if they crazy. counted all those in the in the broken tackle stat, but like if you go back and watch, like we're watching the replay and we're like counting like nine people. It was in the red zone. If he had taken that in for a touchdown, it would that have was been the craziest run of his career. Yeah. But like it's unbelievable just how and and that's one thing talking to some other people that maybe hadn't watched him a lot. They're like, man, he's strong. Yeah, and that's where you see it because you see guys just try to arm tap. You're not. You're not getting him down. It's not like a normal quarterback. It, it is legitimately like a, a stud running yeah. back when he's in the open field like that. And you 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 need more than one guy to get him to the ground. Yeah, going off what Jim Nagy said, he does the senior bowl stuff. Yeah. He's one of the directors there. He said, never left the live game exposure on a QB prospect with the main takeaway being how physically strong they were. Happened tonight with Malik Willis. So hard to get him on the ground, which will allow him to extend plays where he gets to next level. Unique player. I have no comparison. That's a I've seen strong. that for a guy. I've seen a lot of people. And that yeah. is crazy. And you're so, all, I was going to say, you're also seeing him now throwing the football that he's been without DJ Stubbs, which yep. you mentioned last week has been a big loss. Good to see DJ get a reception yeah. and certainly ease yeah. his way back. But that connection now with CJ Daniels. That, and Demario Douglas, mm-hmm. like C.J. Daniels, is a baller. Yeah, the, he yeah. is playing really just, yeah. well. Yeah. You're and you're just seeing, saying that because he's on your well. Both those guys team. are, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but but those two guys have taken it to another level, and you're seeing. I feel like Malik and those guys really be you know connected and dialed in. Okay, I have three points, and it's true false. You guys can either support it or disagree. Okay. But in, and feel free to disagree oh, with like each other. This. False. This is good. This is good. <laughs> this is what happens when we produce. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Oh, okay. Thank you, Matt Warner. <laughs> Matt always tells true. me, don't, don't call yourself out about being a bad producer uh, on the I'll podcast. I'll do it for you. You're just doing it for me. Thank you. It feels the love in this uh, environment here. At all right, give us the questions. Okay, true. most important player in this offense. Okay, for Malik Willis, right? C.J. Daniels or Demario Douglas? 
Who goes first? Boy, here? I'll, Throw I'll it say out there. if if you have a healthy DJ Stubbs, I'll say CJ Daniels because he's different just physically from Douglas and Stubbs. What do you think? CJ Daniels, because he has separated himself. That and you you are really starting to see who he is and his ability to run with the ball after the catch is outstanding and his confidence is soaring right now. So you're gonna I think you're gonna really see him step up. The second half of the season. I was expecting a true false question. What was the question? Emily, Who is more Emily, important, D- Douglas or, or Daniels? Yeah, Douglas or Daniels. True. I'm going to go <laughs> CJ as well. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a true false question. No. I was saying one or the other. I don't know. There you go. CJ That's has still, tremendous field or. vision. Still like, not uh, a true false yeah. question. Guys, if anyone yeah. wants to shoot me a Twitter DM, just bring some encouragement yeah. to my life, hanging out with these guys. It's, it's, it's pretty good, rough. You're a good person. This was a must win in order for the Flames to have some respect moving forward this season true or false <laughs> uh true like yes true I, like I how know, important was right, this true win? this because was huge this was huge because then if you lose two straight 100 true yeah true because also i mean you start 100%. looking ahead at the rest of the schedule and you say boy a lot of these games coming up Liberty's going to be heavy favorites in and if you drop this one you really don't have a game that you can kind of hang your hat on and say boy that would you beat a good team there until you get to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think true. This was a big, big win. 100% true. True. Okay. Story Jackson was the most important addition to this Flames defense. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. 100% true. He's been a monster. Like, he, yeah. he has been. And I, we heard some buzz kind of in camp. We watched his FCS highlights. Yeah. I remember us being in the office when he signed, and we are like, oh, this guy looks pretty But solid. you know what? Like, And he said he had the quote when in camp or whatever where – or maybe it was Scott Simons that said him coming here was a business decision, right? His last year business right. decision. He wants to win. And obviously he's all into that, but also for him personally, business is booming. Like, like yeah. this is playing out exactly like you would want it to just for him personally, because he has been the best player on this defense. Bonus question. Oh, go ahead. You can answer. Can I, I'll play a little devil. Okay. That one. You're, you're right about that one, but I'm going to play a little devil. I think Skylar Thomas right? has, he's great too. has yeah. what he's done for them from a physicality standpoint and his ability to allow them to mix up coverage. How good he is in coverage is allowing those guys up front to be able to get to the quarterback, including story Jackson. So one thing I'll add, and I mentioned Liberty 12th in the nation in sacks per game. They've had 11 different players have at least a half a sack this season. Wow. None of them are Darrell, Darrell Johnson. Yeah, none that of them are fantasy. So, so he hasn't been up to his what we expected him to be based off of last year. We'll see if that if it clicks at some point here in the second half of the season. But all those other guys, your Skylar Thomas, your Story Jackson, have really stepped to the forefront. True or false? We are worried about Darrell Johnson. False. I'm not. I'm not worried. Worried about his performance or lack thereof, right? For this. Well, it'll come. He was, I mean, he was out for a game or two. So, you know, it takes, a, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not worried because I think there's other options that he can kind of take this time under the radar. Because if we weren't getting any pressure on the QB, then everybody would be like, what the, what's going on with Darrell Johnson? He needs to get it together. Yeah. But right now we can all be like, you know, he has the time to figure out what's going on, whether it's, you know, I don't know what the case may be for him. Whether give me another game or two. Yeah. If, if it's right, looking but, like this, then I'll be more concerned. Okay, but I'm just saying from all the hype. I sure. mean, the amount of NFL scouts that have been here, obviously to see Malik, but also to look at Darrell Johnson. I just was expecting a little bit more from him 
in these first few games I'm, this season. I'm with you on that one, Emily. I'm going to go with True on that. I'm going to go with True. I think Darrell Johnson was last year looked so good that we felt his ceiling had so much more room. And he just, I don't know whether it's injury, uh, whatever's going on, whatever it could be, it's like he hasn't had the impact that you know that he's capable right. of having. But what, let's push back here on this question, Quizmaster, as are we looking at it as an NFL scout? Because, yeah, if I'm an NFL scout, well, then I'm, I'm like, right what's, what's going on? Okay, I'm, I'm like, hey, where are the numbers? But if I'm Rhett Look McGibbon, Flame Central, yeah. as, you know, as like a hometown guy, I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not hitting the panic button yet. I still have a couple games to well, go. Well, and you have to always or also remember that Josh Aldridge said this leading into fall camp that the depth at this defensive line and the, um, the defensive ends of Akeel Washington, they're going to get more playing mm -hmm. time this year. So we're not going to see Darrell Johnson as much. But when he's out there, you would just expect a little bit more from – the expectations that have been put I mean, on him with with these NFL scouts. I mean, the argument to having more depth is you have more quality snaps when you're fresher and you can get yeah. after the exactly. quarterback. Like, it's hard as a defensive end to be rushed, playing the run, playing the pass, and playing a ton of snaps. It's sooner or later you get tired out. But when you're fresh because you have depth at that position, that's what makes de defenses good is depth at the in the front seven. It's huge. And you would think that he would have more of an impact when he's fresher and be able to make more plays. So these numbers might be skewed, right, from last season because he is playing so many more snaps, but the numbers just, when he is in the game, he just doesn't seem to be making the impact that I feel like he's capable of making. I agree. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not panicked about it yet. I think give him a couple more games. We don't really know his health situation, so I'm willing to kind of cut him a little slack there and, and let him get kind of come I mean, on. Are you worried about Trayshawn? I'm just giving him a little tough a, love. Send him some of this podcast. I'll get him all juiced up. I just It feel... is true though. Rhett, you make a good point. Like Trayshawn Clark hasn't necessarily put up the numbers. I think he only has one sack this as year. Well but that I we just expected. feel You've his presence it. more. When you're watching the game, you can just see. I don't know. I just see him. I agree with that. I think there's been a change That's though That's not going to show up in the stat sheet yep, for Trayshawn. I agree with that. I feel like the Flames get a lot more pressure from the interior D line than they did last year. That's for sure. Like Rusin Charles Rusin's yeah, having a great and year. Shabuzi, like that yeah. that interior D line has been the straw. That you know, can I tell a little side lately? story? Is it okay if I tell yeah, a side sure. story on Charles? <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm listening to the podcast that uh, Nick Pierce does, yeah. and so they were interviewed Charles, and I'm taking my my eight-year-old son to football practice right he's never yeah. played football before and his buddy was with him too and then the backseat and usually these kids don't stop talking the entire way like they're, <laughs> they're talking about whatever blah 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 non-stop well i happened when i got in the car I, I was listening to that podcast put them in the car so the podcast still playing and they're interviewing charles they never said a word the entire way eight-year-old kids never said a word the entire way to practice because it that was like such a cool interview about hey, I came over from Haiti. I wanted to yeah. meet friends, and and I started playing football. It was like that that kid needs to speak to every youth football team in in the area. Here it was like they the whole way they never they were they, which I thought was really cool. We did a story. Our yeah, helmet Montoya yeah. did yeah. a story on Kenny Charles. So if you haven't seen that, go to Flames Central, LibertyFlamesCentral.com. Yeah, I don't even know our. Um, yeah. That's where you were. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, we've true. changed the website <laughs> so much. True. true. <laughs> All right, so looking ahead, Middle yeah. Tennessee coming to town. Um, what do we know about this team, and how do we keep break the it down for us, Matt Warren? Break right. it down. Break so it they're down. so they're two and three. They're coming off a big win over Marshall on Saturday. Yeah. Now it was in a monsoon that played a factor, I guess. <laughs> Wait, was uh, that where the cheerleader did like a belly flop oh, onto the field? That. Oh my gosh! I saw I send me send me a link. It, it is. I saw that. 
Hilarious. Uh, so they won 34-28. That snapped a three-game losing skip. They forced six turnovers. Wow. Now, four of them were, were fumbles. And, again, the rain, I think, Monster. was playing playing a factor there. They they don't run the ball well. They've only, they have only average about three yards per carry in the season. They've been better through the air. Their quarterback is Chase Cunningham. He didn't start until game four. Uh, their starting quarterback just quit after they lost to Texas laugh. San Antonio. <laughs> so, so he quit. Uh, but Chase Cunningham laugh. has he been really no good. Why he quit. Yeah. Um, their defense has not been good against the run. So that's that's if you're Liberty and you want to get these running backs on track, yeah. this might be a game to do it. They're around 100th in the nation in run defense. And finally, the Flames open. As anybody, if you've seen, don't say. Oh, okay. I haven't seen. You haven't seen? We'll play yeah. a quick little guess the line. What, what, what would you think that the line would be, Joe? Just give me your best After guess. After that game, I'm going to say the Flames open up as a 10.5-point favorite. Brad, have you seen? No, I haven't Last seen. time I saw was 16. 16 is, is what that, they opened. Yeah, say, yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty high. So, yeah, Flames uh, heavy favorites here homecoming this week. That's true. So, uh, yeah, Flames heavy oh, favorites. Oh, wow. It's homecoming? Yeah. Welcome to the 3.30 kick. Home. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I love. 50th anniversary. Yeah. Homecoming. Yeah. You hear that's about like that? Actually, <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, oh, 3.30 kick? It, yeah, oh, make Joe. sure your flight God. gets in on time. Yeah. Is, yeah. Are you going to be able to go yeah. to your golf? He's riding you know? a crop duster in <laughs> from who knows where. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go out and spin that thing, Yak. Yeah. yeah. 3.30, okay. Yeah. okay. Would you like to say anything from all the research that Yuck, you talk. did on um, on uh, Middle Tennessee? Do you need to look something up? I'll tell you what. I will say this about Middle Tennessee. I saw them play against Virginia Tech. Yeah, they hung tough. And they hung tough. I thought defensively they are pretty good. I think the quarterback is – well, I guess he's not playing anymore. But uh, sorry. <laughs> that just threw me off that he quit. Um, so, no, I have not seen the new quarterback. But I thought defensively, I mean, they, they hung tough with Virginia Tech. They, they're one of their other losses. They lost to Charlotte, forty-two thirty-nine. So they've been in. They've been in okay, some games. They, they beat uh, Monmouth. They beat stomped them in week one. But yeah, they, I mean they're not. They're not a bad team. So Monmouth. And and don't Monmouth, try to right. call me out on preparation either. Okay, because don't worry. She was don't, going for yeah, it. I know. What, what was that all about? Like, don't you worry. Just have come some Saturday. Work. You you don't even know what time we're kicking <laughs> off. Come on Saturday. Saturday. Come Saturday. Just don't worry. Get him in the booth. Just That's my only concern. Can we get him there? He'll be good to go. Be ready. One more thing about after this UAB win that backfired in the past for the Flames. You know, after the Syracuse uh, win in 2020, they did the in New yeah. York oh, I saw in that. the locker room. Well, in the locker room, post-game celebration was sweet home Alabama. Okay. And they're all Josh Leonard good? Skinner's rolling in his grave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do we play them again next year? We do here. Oh, yeah. boy. You know what? I know you how you feel about it, Joe. Personally... Why celebrate the wins? Like, yeah. so what? Like, next year, you may not even be here. Who knows what players are here? Like, oh, I know your thing about, like, oh, it comes back to bite you. You know what? Enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I'll be honest. I lean more Joe, on your side. Joe Yock, no. I guarantee you back no. in the day, you weren't the guy in the locker room at Chapel Hill going, guys, guys, whoa, hey, <laughs> hey let's, not get carried, let's, let's not get carried away. Like, that was not you. No, 100%. But, I mean, <laughs> Cool. I mean, don't worry. I was yeah. I was doing the Yaka motion. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what the Yaka motion is? Uh, yeah, no. yes. Come yeah. on, baby. Do the Yaka motion. Yeah. And then I used to dance in the yeah. middle of the team and yeah. blah, blah, right. blah. Right, right. Yeah. Just be glad it wasn't social media then where everybody Correct. could see it. Right. Correct. Correct. Oh, my God. But, but, well, I'm not going to get into it. I do have a stance yeah, on that. I know. Like, and that comes from, of course, the kids are going to do it. Right. Right. But I just don't like the fact that you're using the other team like celebrate your own victory don't take a shot 
at New York. Don't take a shot at UAB at Syracuse and you know, so yeah. on and so it's like yeah. you're purposely trying to take a shot at them. Celebrate as a team, whatever, you know, it, it when UNC we sang the UNC fight song in the locker room and went crazy and broke stuff and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. But yeah. but that's what we did. We didn't take a shot at the other team. Okay. I just all don't right. like that. That's right. the part. That's Celebrate right. hard. Right. Just don't take a shot right. at the other team. You're so, it's Bush League. It's Bush League. <laughs> You're so mature, Joe. Yeah. Okay, let's quickly get to our Flames yeah. Fantasy um, update scoring. It's just it's a beat. annoying. Well, hey, good week for Rhett McGiven. Let's yeah. start there. My boy, uh, Rhett. I should be in second by now. Story Jackson yeah. carried him once again. I think this is like the fourth straight week he's been the leading scorer. Second, maybe. Uh, Rhett's up to 113.9 points. Yeah. So he has now passed Emily, who did not get a whole lot of, right. uh, of stuff going for her. True. Uh, so Dude. she's at 103. So Rhett's a, has a 10-point lead just, on le- Emily. Just, just leave me out of this. Just Joe, talk about you three. No, just leave Joe, me out of this. Joe. Uh, Joe. Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, here, J-Odd Sanders led you in scoring. So J-Odd had a nice game there in the fourth quarter. Good. Um, True. You just got to get DJ Stubbs and Darrell Johnson going. And yeah. Noah Frith. Like, Noah you just Frith. had guys that have been. I have good you're players. You're second half team. You're second half. You'll get, I, I you'll have get good go. players, but they yeah. did nothing. Yeah, it's about yeah. preparation. Yeah. Um, and then I have 197 <laughs> points. No. It, it really is unfair because, <laughs> right, you said on the group points. chat during the game, I feel the same way because I, I you know, I root for these guys. Sure, and you want to see Love do like Demario and CJ. They're just um, so nice. But then when I see them scoring all these points for Matt, I'm like, mm. when Demario had that. That uh, catch and run. I was like, dang it, why couldn't that be I'm... Kevin Shaw? Can, you know? <laughs> can I say this about Demario right? Douglas, though, regardless of the fact that he's on my fantasy team and just crushing it, is that he comes to a complete stop well, more than like anybody <laughs> I've ever watched. Like he yeah. just will, and he can, he's like zero to 60, you know, mm-hmm. like incredibly fast, right. like stops on a dime and kind of just surveys things and then is back to full yeah. speed just like that. It's he, incredible. He and CJ Daniels have great field vision. I feel like they kind of, they get, they stop, like you said, and then they can survey the field, and they're like, okay, this is my path. It's like they put they're it good. into the uh, yeah, really good. GPS, and they're able to get returner. to their destination. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to our bold predictions, but before bold, we bold, do. Bold, bold, bold predictions. Okay, before we do, yeah. um, do you want a Matt's Minute? Or no. you've been talking yeah, so much. I've been talking. You, do, do you want a Yawk Talk? Oh, wait, let's go bold prediction. False. False. Do you yes, want to? True. Up- Rhett has Rhett. Yeah, I would. Give me some Rhett. Just give you me a, a few little tidbits of what else happened around yeah, Liberty University. Field hockey taking down Duke in a top oh, 20 matchup. Thank you. Yeah, Duke Good was what? Good job. Yeah, Duke Good job, field hockey. Hate Duke. So I believe that was a 5-2 victory yeah. for, for field hockey. Women's soccer continues to roll as they take down Central Arkansas. And then Liberty hockey took down Michigan Dearborn uh, 5-2 and 3-2. Was that the watch. midnight game? The midnight game. Was, was that fun? Too. Red was is it? still bouncing. It was back fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, still. Red, those midnight survive. games. Yeah, I'm not as toll. Yeah, I'm not as uh, yeah. young as I once was. I'm too old. I've never done one of those. Boys skating hard, eh? Yeah, they did. They <laughs> got the puck in deep and uh, got the puck yeah, in deep. Dug out the corners, on. keep stick on the ice. Yeah. Boys skate hard, eh? Okay, we're playing Middle Tennessee this week, Joe. So think of what's bold prediction. I got. I got one. Go ahead. My bold prediction is we're going to see a Shedro Lewis run of over 50 yards. Whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Go ahead, Rhett. I'm going to say TJ Green, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Wow. I think you've used that one before, or one of us has. You have. I, okay. I'm just borrowing it. Okay. <laughs> true. Okay. true. Sooner or later. Yeah. I My, think Malik Willis is going oh. to account for six touchdowns. Whoa. That's a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, he just had yeah. three. Yeah, and if know. we're a 16-point favorite the, here. Can I say one last UAB thing? was I, the favorite. I know there. we're Go almost ahead. out of time. The best throw of the night 
was by oh, Jonathan yes, Bennett. Yes, it was. That yeah. throw yes. was incredible. Jonathan Bennett's good. He has played really yeah. well yeah. in, in and the I looks that he's gotten this Malik, year. I love how Malik celebrates him. Oh. In his post-game presser, he was like giddy, yeah. like so excited about when it's, when one of the reporters asked him about Jonathan Bennett, which is just so cool to see. I feel like that's the key to getting information out of Malik is ask, ask him about, about his teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. I talk, can I say one? Sorry, Joe. Can I interrupt you real yeah, quick? Go ahead, buddy. Sure. You know, we talk about you don't like how LU's doing the Sweden Home Alabama song. Yeah. yeah. CBS dropping the lady sleeping. In oh their, yeah, that shot in the bar. In the you see that? They, they, have, that. they took the shot of the lady. Like, she's like yawning. She her is eyes just closed. I didn't see that. Oh, hey, hey, credit, that was savage. Credit that CBS broadcast though, because if it was the same guys that had done the Syracuse game, we would have only heard about the new stadium. That is true. All night long. Oh, they had like four mentions on this broadcast. Like they actually cared about the game, not yeah. like the construction. That was yeah. a nice, yeah. refreshing, a change. nice touch. Yeah. Bold prediction. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold, and I'm gonna say. Uh, Liberty defense holds Middle Tennessee to you ready for this three points. Wow! Wow! They 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 might be top five in the country in in scoring defense hey, if they do that. Shut it down! Shut it yeah. down! All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us this week on the Flame Central podcast. Hoping to break down another win next Monday because it's just so much more fun to talk about the Flames. And we win. won't we celebrate too hard. We won't celebrate. No, we'll too celebrate. Hard. We'll celebrate our, <laughs> ourselves really hard. Yeah. And we are yeah, going we'll to celebrate get ourselves really hard. A better segment with the true false. Okay, Rhett McGivin. I like. The, I like the I segment. Like the, I like it. The, Good the, idea. The delivery this week. Yeah. Was real rough, I was but just the expecting. It was great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Help me. <laughs>